0: Hey friend, welcome to the Dr. Seph Talks Money podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Seph. On this podcast, I share simple, practical tips, realistic strategies, and workable solutions that lead to financial freedom. Occasionally, I'll have guests stopping by who share their financial freedom breakthrough stories. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of the helpful tips and inspiring stories. Today's show is all about business credit. What it is, how to establish it, how to apply for it, and more. According to the Small Business Association, having access to business credit is the lifeline for a business. It enables you to obtain the capital you need to expand, cover day-to-day expenses, purchase inventory, hire additional staff, and this one is key for small businesses, allows you to conserve the cash on hand to cover the cost of doing business. Hello and welcome. Here at the Dr. Sev Talks Money YouTube podcast, I share simple practical tips, realistic strategies, and workable solutions that lead to financial freedom for women and women entrepreneurs. So I did say we're gonna be talking about credit today, and I have invited a special guest to today's show. My guest is Stephanie Lawrence, who is the creator... Of the Funding for Freedom formula. Through this program, she teaches high achieving entrepreneurs how to double their buying power, increase their cash flow, and run the business of their dream. Stephanie? Yes. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Hi. Hi, welcome to the Dr. Sam Talks Money YouTube podcast. Thank you and just um, tell the folks a little bit about yourself, how you came to be in the game of credit.
1: Sure, so thank you so much for having me. First of all, I am so pleased and honored to be here. And for those of you who don't know me, I have been in the credit industry for the past 14 years. And how I got started was with myself, right? I had been struggling with credit issues for a while. Um, You know, I had dreams and hopes of purchasing a home as well as getting a new car because I had just had my daughter. And so I wanted a more reliable vehicle to get her to and from her doctor's appointment. So I had a new job and I was like, you know what? I'm making good money now. You know, let me go forward and and start applying for these things. And so I applied for the car and I got approved. But all I heard was approved. I didn't hear anything else, right? (laughs) So it wasn't until I was paying this $550 car note for a used vehicle with a 24.5 interest rate. Okay. Yes. Wow. <laughs> four point five interest rate. It wasn't until I was paying that over time. And then sooner, I couldn't keep up with the payments because it was so much going to the interest. I wasn't paying it off. Mm-hmm. And so about a year in, you know, not being able to keep up with those payments. I went out to go to work one morning and I was like, no vehicle. me, <laughs> <And laughs> called the police thinking someone stole my truck. And they were like, ma'am, your car has been repoed, and that was one of the wake up calls because it was just credit denial, the credit denial that happening. I got denied for the the mortgage loan when I tried to to buy a house, and that's when they told me that my credit just wasn't strong enough. I would have to wait, or I'd have to get a cosigner, and I didn't want to put anybody else in that position to take on you know a mortgage like that was just too much to ask. So I was like, you know what? What is this thing called a credit score that is getting in the way of me and my dreams and my (laughs) goals? Because I honestly had no idea. Why is it so low? What are you talking about? I have a job. I have pay stubs. Isn't that all you need? And so not having this information or knowledge about the credit system at all and knowing that I could check my credit report to even look at what's on there You know, really, really got me riled up and I was like, you know, I'm going to do some research and find out what this is all about. And that's what I did. And so, you know, got on Google, got on YouTube, you know, did the whole free thing, trying to get as much information as I could. And that got me a little bit far. You know, I got to learn some things, but it wasn't until I took that extra step because I said the things that I'm doing right now isn't working enough. You know, I I saw some results, but not enough to where I felt comfortable. And I said, you know what? No, I want to learn more. I want to see results. I need my credit to get better. I'm tired of feeling like this. Like, you know, when you get to the point where it's like enough is enough, (laughs) I reached that point. Yeah. (laughs) So I decided to, to, to seek more knowledge and I got trained by someone who had been in the industry for 23 years. And I was like, okay, this is it. This is the answer. Like, This is the training I need to learn what I need to do to improve my credit and also get training about the industry, right? So how to start a credit repair business. And I spent my last, you know, spent my last, asked for some help from my dad, flew out to Arizona and I got trained on exactly how the credit system works and how to get started in the business. And I came home and literally didn't even do anything with my suitcase, like just dropped it, went to the computer, downloaded all the material I got, started typing up letters, just started implementing everything I learned. And, you know, I started to see results within the next 90 days. And within four months, I was able to boost my credit score 261 points. And it was the best decision I ever made. And so I started to help friends and family members that were close Mm -hmm. to me. And, you know, what did they have to lose, right? (laughs) Either it didn't work or they would still be in the same position, nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. So they all said yes. Um, to get some help and I helped them. And the joy that I had or that I felt when they started to see those results and how happy they were, that was the defining moment for me that that's what I was supposed to be doing. It it solidified it for me um, because I was just so happy um, it seemed like I was pretty good at it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, it just led me to to where I am today. So it was the best decision. And that's how I got started. I decided to make it a business and um, truly help more people because, you know, without that knowledge, I wouldn't be able to help myself. And yeah. that's how I got started.
0: Yeah, the, the knowledge is there. I mean, the information is there, I should say. Um, and, uh, once you get that and you run with it and you, you get that Eureka moment, you just want to share it with everybody. You want to share it with the world. Mm -hmm. Um, so I am glad that you were able to parlay that into not only discovering your passion, but into helping other people. Um, and I have somebody here saying hi. Hi, Beverly. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. All right. So I know there's a, a process for establishing credit. Which is kind of a little bit different from building the business credit. So, what are some of the things that they can do, those who are listening, to establish business credit?
1: Okay. So I always stress this because this is the most important part of it and a lot of people skip this step, right? And so people go into just applying for business credit that they hear about, like, oh, I heard that you can do this and this and, you know, I got this offer in the mail. I have a business, you know, as soon as you create your LLC, they're going to send you offers in the mail, right? (laughs) You know, that's how it works. However, that doesn't mean you just go apply for it. Just like in the personal credit world, you're going to get those offers in the mail. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what you are going to get approved for. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean it's the the right step for you. So you may want the perks of an American Express, right? Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that you start there right? And you apply for American Express, <laughs> right? When you get started. The most important thing that any business owner can do is establish a credible foundation. And what that means is that you are building and structuring your business like a large corporation, mm-hmm. right? So if you want to get funding like these big corporations, like Walmart, Apple, Facebook, Microsoft, right? All of them have learned the importance of building business credit, right? But yep. they're established the right way. They didn't all you know, just get big, right? They started somewhere. Yes. So we should be modeling the same thing. We should be building our business like a corporation so that we can get access to that business credit. But the most important step is to have a a business that's structured the right way, right? So a lot of people go into business, they're like, okay, I have my LLC, right? Okay, Mm -hmm. what else? right? Mm -hmm. So things like, you know, having a business phone number dedicated to your business and not using your cell phone number. You don't look like a business when you're using your cell phone. Yeah. Having an
0: EIN number, for example, you know, getting getting an EIN number. Uh, Opening a bank account, you know.
1: Opening a business bank account. That is so important. So many people or so many Mm -hmm. business owners Mm -hmm. are operating their business, but they're still using their personal bank account or yes. they're using Cash App and Venmo, yeah. right? Yes.
0: Yes. I, I actually just was um doing some business with someone and I was thinking to myself, why did I do that? Because they had me pay through Zelle. There are no, no receipts or anything that I can use because I'm using my business to, to do business with them. So I need that receipt to uh, be able to file my my tax returns for my yeah. business, yeah. and I, and and I knew better, but I just I was so caught up in the process of this book business that I'm doing book publishing that I went ahead and I paid by Zell, and I don't have any receipts to support filing my return. And I knew better than to engage with someone who does not have a proper business structure. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, it's so important. And a lot of people skip that step because in the business credit world, the day that you open your business bank account is the day that your your business officially opened. You could have incorporated your business 10 years ago, but if you opened that bank account yesterday, your business started Mm -hmm. yesterday. So you can't go into the bank today and say, hey, can I get some funding? because you just opened your account yesterday. No, you you don't look credible. You don't have any history. So that's another mistake that business owners make. You you can't show any revenue. You can't show any cash flow. You can't show any sales. So how are they supposed to trust you that if they give you a loan, if they give you a line of credit that you can afford to pay it back? They're looking at that history to say, okay, they make three to five K a month. Okay. They are in a position to pay this line of credit back
0: yeah and another thing you do yeah is, is the dun's number um it especially if you're wanting to do business with um with the government That's or true. any um some uh some government entity and some other entities will pull your your information via your dun's number because they want to see how you are established and another thing is in order to have the business credit um on the business reporting the business credit reporting that DUNS number is going to be key, too, to, Absolutely. to having that number. And especially if you want to do anything with the Small Business Association, which has a plethora of resources, then you want to have that DUNS number to establish your business. Yeah. Right, so we yes. talked a little bit about establishing your business. So now let's talk about some ways we can build business credit, some easy ways we can build uh, business credit.
1: Yes, we can definitely go over some easy ways. So for starters, again, build a credible foundation. Um there are some steps you want to follow. We didn't go into mm-hmm. grave detail about it, but you definitely want to structure your business like a corporation so things like your business phone number, business fax number, having a website, having a social media online presence. You want to make it easy for creditors and vendors to find you, you know. Mm-hmm having that visibility is definitely going to help the business bank account as well as um, being registered in the 411 directory. And then Mm -hmm. the number, like we said, is so important. Next, the easy ways are trade accounts, vendor Mm -hmm. accounts. So what those are, are companies that's going to extend you a line of credit and give you a certain period of time to make your payment. So typically they're about net 15, net 30. So that means you Mm -hmm. have or 30 days to make your payments, And so instead of going down the street to Staples or Office Depot, right, to purchase some office supplies, you go to these um, supply companies that's going to extend you that line of credit. They give you 30 days to pay your invoice Mm -hmm. and they will report your payment to the business credit bureaus. That's so key. And and who doesn't (laughs) use things for their business? So it's a a two for one. You're getting supplies that you're Mm -hmm. already using and purchasing for your business. And then you're building your business credit. So right. a lot of people you know, are like, I don't need anything from here or I can't use that. But you do, right? Yeah. You buy paper, you buy pens, you buy computers, you buy, yeah. you know, toilet paper for your home, paper towels, all of those (laughs) things that they offer, we utilize. So why not build your business credit at the same time? So those are easy, easy ways. That is the gateway actually to building business credit is starting there with these vendor accounts who are willing to give you a line of credit Basically, just for having a, your EIN number and your business established. Yeah. So there's a couple that you want to start with that are gonna report quickly: are Quill, Uline, and and Granger. Okay. So those mm-hmm. are the quickest ways to start establishing and building your business credit profile. You want to have at least three to four accounts um when you're getting started so that you can actually establish a report and score with Dun and Bradstreet. So yeah. a lot of times people pull their report and they're like I don't see a score, I don't see any information, they don't have any information on me. That's because you don't have enough history, right? Mm-hmm. doing business with any vendors to show that you um you know are building your business credit profile. So you want to have at least 3 to 4 accounts reporting so that you can see your report and score.
0: Right. And 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 the key as as you mentioned before is to make sure that those vendors you're doing business with, whether they extend the net 15, net 30, whatever it is, that they are reporting to those credit bureaus. Because yeah. I actually opened um, a line of credit, well, not really a line of credit, a credit card with a company, uh, American Express, but they don't report to Dun & Bradstreet. They don't report to Equifax or Experian Business. And mm-hmm. and And as we were talking about that, People need to know that the three major business reporting um, entities are Dun & Bradstreet, Equifax, and Experian. So you want to check, even though it's easy to get those line of credit, 15 minute, 1530 line, you want to make sure that they are reporting to those major agencies because it doesn't make sense. If they don't report, then you're not
1: doing what you need to build that business credit score. And that's the whole purpose. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's why I gave those three specifically, because mm-hmm. those three actually do report to the business credit bureaus. And a lot of people, you know, do apply for accounts or just doing business with you know different companies and think that they're building business credit because it's in their business name. But they don't report. So that mm-hmm. is true. But you can also manually add some of your, your payment history to the to the Business Credit Bureau. So, you know, if you are doing business with a company, you can ask them to report it or see if they have reporting capabilities, or you can manually add that by writing into the Business Credit Bureaus as well. Um, but those three most definitely do report. Um, but the key to building your profile is to get that knowledge, right? It's to find out, okay, who can I do business with that's actually gonna report? Because 85%... Of business credit vendors and creditors and suppliers do not report. Right. That is so important. Like you can say, oh, I have a a line of credit with, you know, this company. Mm, They don't report. Yeah. Right. So (laughs) um, yeah, there's a large percentage that do not. So your goal should be to get in contact and you know get that knowledge from someone who knows who, you know, who reports that 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 Mm -hmm. reporting information to the business credit bureaus.
0: Yeah and, and another thing that we can do too is um, utilities like if you're if you are if you have maybe a small office or or maybe you have an office in your home you can take that utility out in your company name and if they report to the to the business uh, credit bureaus then that will help you you any kind of utilities just look around whatever you're doing business whoever you're doing business with just find out If they report and take advantage of that. So if you have a choice of five or three or two businesses to people or two companies to do business with, which one reports? Because you still need that service. So which one reports? That's the one you're going to, you should do business with as long as the terms are favorable.
1: Yeah, but even if they don't report, there is a third-party service that you can utilize to get those utilities reported. So, that's what I usually give to my clients who are doing, like, the fast track to get their um, reports and scores. So, there's a service that you can actually add those utilities to, and they will report it to the business credit bureaus. So, um, you know, your your gas and water bill, if you're paying rent, you know, your cell phone bill. You should have your cell phone bill in your business name, guys. Mm-hmm. Come on, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, if you have a personal... Um, cell phone, right? And you have a business, you should call them and convert it into a business line, right? ASAP. Okay. So all those things can be reported to your your business credit bureaus, as well as your reports and and build up that history. So the more, the better, obviously. Um, So you can use that service to actually report those utility accounts. Yes.
0: And another thing um, too is um, some vendors will, when they pull your credit it could impact your personal credit. So you have to be sure that they're not reporting, there are very few of them, that when they report or when they pull your credit, they're actually impacting on what they report. They're reporting it on on your business, on your personal credit. And so you have to be careful that you don't have those, especially if you don't want a lot of things on your personal credit. Um, Just be wary of those vendors that will report your business transactions on your personal credit. So we wanna ask those questions.
1: Well, most vendors don't report to the personal credit, but it's usually like major credit cards. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people will say, oh, I have a business credit card with um, Capital One, let's say, Mm -hmm. right? But they're leveraging their personal credit to get that. So that's, you know, there's two different ways to build business credit. You can leverage your personal credit to get approved for, you know, business credit card, or you can straight use, you know, your business credit without using your social security number so the key thing that i advise is to always leave your social security number off of those credit applications whether they ask for it or not because you're building business credit in your business name that's attached to your ein number right? right but if you're going the route of leveraging you know if you have excellent credit and you want to get those high limit credit cards and you go that route that's different right so they will do a hard inquiry on your personal credit file, but vendors, they're only asking for your EIN number, your DUNS number, your business address, things like that, your website, right? So that it will only be reported on your business credit um, profile. Yeah. And, And again,
0: you just pay attention to that, ask questions to make sure nothing...
1: we'll tell you if you read like a lot of times we're not <laughs> reading them right no you know, <laughs> like, okay we will inquire into your personal and business credit reports to determine you know eligibility yeah or it will say social security number is used for identification purposes only because again, you know they're extending it to you as a business owner. They got to verify that you are the business owner. So sometimes it will say that. So you have to confirm with them. So typically we'll tell you to like exit out of the application and talk to a representative and -hmm. make it clear that you are applying in your business name and you don't want to be a personal guarantor. And then they'll say, hey, but for identification purposes, we do need to verify you're the business owner and that's okay, but you've got to read it because sometimes yes. they'll tell you that it's either ad- identification purposes or that they are inquiring into your personal credit. So yeah. you want to be sure which one it is. Read, read, read. And like she said, yes, questions <laughs> because the answers are there. They can't you know, hide it, <laughs> right? Yeah. They have a permissible purpose. So they will have to tell you that that's what they're doing. And you just got to pay attention.
0: Yes. Yes. Those nuances make a difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they make a difference. Mm-hmm. So I know that uh, we are always advocated to to uh, run our biz, our credit personal credit reports um but I would say we need to run our business credit reports also um and and tell tell the folks some of the reasons why they should be running their business credit reports
1: so the main reason is to know where you stand right yeah. so a lot of times and this is what a lot of business owners don't know either is, the requirements needed to get approved for certain accounts, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you don't know where you stand, you don't know if you meet those requirements for approval. And Mm -hmm. I always recommend that you do, you know, and there are times that there's going to be inaccuracies and mistakes on your business credit reports, just like personal, Mm -hmm. like, you know, things are computerized. They also have um, humans entering things into the computers. And so people make mistakes. Yeah. Right. And I found it, you know, with several of my clients where there's UCC filings on their credit report um, for their business. And they've never done business with this company before. And so we had to dispute that. So you may find errors. Right. And you want the information to be accurate because your business credit profile is public knowledge, public record. Anyone can look up your business credit report. So you want it to be in pristine shape. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why you want to be actually pulling your business credit reports, knowing where you stand and get monitoring, just like in personal, you know, consumer world. You want to have credit monitoring, so you should have credit monitoring for your business as well, knowing, you know, when inquiries are Place onto your business credit profile, seeing those errors that come up. You may not have been late with the vendor and it's showing a late payment. Okay, well, mm-hmm. you need to dispute that, right? Yeah. You don't want any errors preventing you from getting the funding and access to the capital that you need to fund your business.
0: Yeah, you made a key point about the fact that business credit is, or business credit profile is public. And, and because there are protections that are given to personal credit, that are not given to business credit. And so we that's one of the reasons again we why we need to run our business credit report and ensure that if there are any inaccuracies on there That we get them corrected because they can combine businesses. I've seen that happen. They've combined business credits because you have a a Brian Financial Empowerment maybe in Canada and Brian Financial, you know, well, not Canada, but you know, maybe Mm -hmm. um, Oregon and Brian Financial Empowerment maybe in Georgia, and so now they've combined the two reports and (laughs) and that uh, one other person, their report may contain a lot of derogatories. Uh, which is going to impact your reports. You want to make sure just like you're running your personal business credit reports, you want to make sure that you do the same for your business credit. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I don't know if there's anything else that you would like to share with us, Um, Stephanie, before I um, talk to the folks about your contact, how they can contact you.
1: Yes. I mean, business credit is just really, really powerful. It's like an extra safety net. It's, a, it's that cushion and every business owner should have it. You know, every successful business in the United States has business credit, okay? Has business credit. And so there isn't any reason why all of us small businesses shouldn't have it, right? It is is really that key step to taking your business to the next level. So if you're ready to grow, if you're ready to scale... If you need access to capital this is the way to do it because a lot of times what are we doing we're maxing out our personal credit cards to fund mm-hmm. our business. we're borrowing money to fund our business we're exhausting our savings right mm-hmm. Drawing out our 401ks to fund the business and there's no guarantee that the business is going to work right yeah. so then yeah. it doesn't work and then you don't have the money to pay back all that that you exhausted yeah. so you just dig yourself into a deeper hole yeah, and so that's why it's key not to mix the two. You want to separate your personal finances from your business finances. Say that so again. Say that again. You want to separate your personal finances from your business finances. You need that separation, okay? Yes. Tax time is important because, again, you created your legal entity for protection, right? Right, right. But yeah. when you start mixing those funds, personal and business, commingling those funds so often now they're going to call into question the legitimacy of your business and now you lost your covering yes right and so now they can go after your personal assets because you were using it for you know a shopping spree you were using you know so you mix those two that's why it's so important to have your own business bank account where only business transactions go through that account Right. 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 Separation is so important. And a lot of people don't do that. They're still using their personal credit or they're running personal expenses through their business accounts. And they shouldn't be doing that. You need that separation. And you don't want them coming after your personal assets. That's the whole reason we're building business credit. Right. 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 (laughs) When you're leveraging your personal credit, they can come after your your home, your your all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Because you're using that stuff as collateral. So we don't want to do that. We want that. Separation. Now we're gonna be people of integrity and not build business credit without the intentions of paying it back. Because okay. <laughs> that's a tip, right. But we still want to be, um, you know, good people and use it responsibly because it really can take you to the next level. And businesses get ten times higher credit approvals than in the personal world, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that is another benefit as well. Right. Yes. So in, in the personal world, you probably get, you know, $300 credit card a $3,000 credit card. In the business credit world, you get 10000 20000 Yes.
0: Yes. Right. I, I have
1: personally experienced that. Easy. Right. <laughs>
0: Significantly no, higher no. business credit. Absolutely. Um, in, in in um Compared to personal personal credit.
1: Absolutely. You can get a $50,000 line of credit personally, but in business credit world, you get 250, right? Mm-hmm. Your, your yeah. business strengths are so valuable. And so if you're a business owner and you're listening to this, you need to understand the importance that that holds for you because you can, like when you started, you know, payroll, advertising mm-hmm. budget, right? Marketing budget, buying more equipment, Buy more inventory to expand your reach. Like there's so many things you can do with it. And, um, you know, it really comes in, even just increasing your revenue. So there's things that I teach in my program, how to increase your business revenue by leveraging your business credit, right? So you're not just applying for all of these accounts randomly and saying, oh, I have an account with Home Depot, I have an account with Best Buy, I have an account with Amazon, and you're not using it to leverage and grow your business, right? So those are things you want to keep in mind as well. Like you have these accounts with these high limits, but what are you doing with them, right? Yeah. Not, you don't have it just to have it. Like, just
0: to have, have it to say, say. like you brag say. about it. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Like folks who are like, oh, I want an eight hundred and something credit score. Well, what are you doing with it? How are you exactly. leveraging it? <laughs>
1: exactly. So, you know, you gotta, How, you 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 gotta, gotta so have a mean. plan. You gotta yeah. have a strategy behind it because, or else, you're just gonna be randomly. Applying for accounts and get these limits and don't know what you're doing. So, you got to have a plan, got to be strategic about it and then have a plan to actually leverage it and grow your business because you can put money into your business with this business credit, right? Yes. So, we yes. Wanna, you know, we want to do that too. So, those are the things that I will add, but you know, don't ignore it, right? If you're a business owner, you should be building business credit as soon as you get established. Don't wait. A lot of people are like, oh, I'll start, you know, next year, right? Or Mm -hmm. and the same thing with their personal credit. They're like, Oh, I'll do it when I'm ready to buy a house. No, no. (laughs) Put yourself in position so that you have access to it when you need it rather than needing it and then can't get it.
0: Yes. Yes. And and you said something uh, even with yeah, even with um the business credit, um. There are times when there are, uh, there might be grants, there might be other things that are in, on the table, and you can, because your business is um, in pristine con- condition your credit is fine, you have your EIN, you have your DUNS number, you have all of that, you can apply for those grants, you can apply for those scholarships, you can apply for those other things. So it's not even just about just getting credit. There's so much that you can do because your business is in order. Mm-hmm. So so I want you guys, if you I, here, see Melanie saying here, she was late to the stream um, and you have to catch the replay. Yes, Melanie, There we, we shared a lot of really great um, great information. So please go back and catch the the replay. Hey, Judy, thank you for dropping in. (laughs) Yes, um, because um, these are all ladies with small businesses. So so we can all use this information. So um, if you are wanting to work with Stephanie, I have her information in the description of this video. But I want to also share that you can find her at Facebook, Her Facebook business page. I am Stephanie Lawrence. You can also find her on Instagram and follow her at I am Stephanie Lawrence um, on Instagram. And I have some other contact information in the description of the video. You can click on it, um, make an appointment with her if you are unsure how to go about building your business credit. If you're unsure, uh, if you are, if you have the right, if you're on the right track. Um, right now, maybe you have business credit, but you're not sure, pieces and parts, and you want to make sure that you can pull everything together, then please contact Stephanie. Again, her program, with her program, she can help you get your business credit in order and also your personal credit if that's something you're interested in. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. This has been very enlightening. let me see, we have another comment. Hey Anita, thank you so much for joining. You may have to catch the replay. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of good nuggets. I know you're, I know you're building your YouTube business, so you might want to catch the replay and grab some of those good nuggets that were shared this afternoon. Again, thank you so much for joining us, Stephanie. And folks, again, if you want to contact Stephanie, her information is in the description of this video. And she will get help get you straight. Hey, friend, thanks for listening to our Business Crowded episode. If you'd like to work with me, you can book a free 15-minute financial clarity call by going to the link in the episode of the podcast, or you can go to my website, sebtalksmoney.com, and go to the Work Together tab and make an appointment for a free 15-minute financial clarity call. Here are three other ways that you can support the podcast. Subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast platform. Share the podcast with family and friends. And lastly, go to buymeacoffee.com backslash Dr. Seb Talks Money and you can buy me a cup of hot chocolate. Until then, stay empowered, my friend.
1: Thanks for listening to the Sev Talks Money podcast. Find us on sevtalksmoney.com, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. See you next time.